back early. Or something. Or something. What? We got it back all back in just in enough time to make it here. Everybody get all their alcohol? Yep. Kathy, did you go pee? Yes. Okay. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. The urine is in the toilet. <laughs> the urine is in the toilet. And and Jim is making tea for me even as we speak because Yeah. Can't believe all adjusting. Because my coffee is not enough and neither is my alcohol, so neither is your alcohol. Some more alcohol. And <laughs> now you know why I had to go pee. <laughs> well guys uh thanks for joining us tonight uh we are on episode 36 36 there you go uh today we're going to talk about um what happens when your games goes to a new edition um i have a few announcements to do and um i will be painting stormtroopers on air that was tasty mm, who was that no. Lefto episode, leftover shepherd's pie, and leftover. a little bit of a hot, but little, little bit of a banana split. I, I almost wish I could have tasted that in my earphones. <laughs> I mean, I I muted myself for most of them because they would have been really loud. And I have some manners. I mean, shepherd's pie and banana split. Yum. Well, they were separated by about forty minutes or so. So. Well, sure. Even so, love me some shepherd's pie. I'll, I'll talk about it more in the media section since it's directly related. That's what I was doing while I was watching part of my media. Excellent. Seems like the chat box is not showing up. Chat box, show up, damn it! I Does see a tab. There we go. Yeah, it's just not showing up on Twitch. Uh, on the stream. So I was fixing that. No biggie. Just had to oh, fix it. Okay. Fix it. Um, so, um, let's go ahead and do our tradition. Kathy, what are you drinking tonight? Excuse me. <laughs> Oh, apparently it's a challenge now. Uh oh. Let's go. I I have uh, I have rum and coke, the old fashioned uh, kind of thing, which is not actually an old fashioned, but not at all actually. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't have it is an old fashioned drink. You know, it's not yeah. old, fa an old fashioned. It's a classic, a timeless classic. There you go. I like oh, that. Better. And of course, I have my coffee, and my loving husband is making tea for me right now, and it will be chai chai loose leaf tea because you know that's how we roll it is how we roll. like paper with the holes in it ah uh, sure <laughs> make it sure <laughs> not a tea connoisseur myself uh is it sweet tea no is it hot tea that i can put lots of sugar in yes is it spiral bound good. tea spiral bound tea oh, i'll try some of that shit john what are you drinking today uh, I'm going to start off with a uh, shot of this apple pie uh, drink again because it is fucking Yummy. awesome. And Do follow you have it up ice with... cream with it this time? No, I had the ice cream hours ago, remember? We had the discussion already. Okay, as long as you're burping up, then it's almost like you're eating it again. I could try, but I don't <laughs> think anyone wants to hear that. I can belch on demand. My sister Anyways. taught me at McDonald's, much to my mom's chagrin. Uh, and then I'll be following it up with a Dr. Pepper mixed with uh, Fireball. Because that is good. I would try that. I'd try it. Doesn't sound good though. I don't like Dr. Pepper though, so. I, I uh, like Dr. You Pepper. You probably like it not... because it, the good thing about Dr. Pepper is there's so many little flavors that whatever you pour in it tends to enhance something and make it taste different. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm, I don't know about the strong. Is it very strong cinnamony? Um, 
depends on how much fireball you put into it, but fireball is inherently strong cinnamon. I'm, yeah. I actually have a plan. I found a recipe on how to make your own fireball whiskey. It's super simple, but you just take any whiskey you like, and you pour it in a bottle with cinnamon sticks and some red pepper flakes, and then you let that sit for a while, and then you strain that stuff out, and then you've got better fireball whiskey that's probably much, much uh, stronger than normal. Um, I am going with uh, Lining Kugel's Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. I had one already. It's okay. It's not bad. It's okay? Yeah, it's just okay. So, from all of us to all of y'all, do we need to do a special cheer out for anybody in particular? Not that I've heard of. Alright. Cheers. Cheers. <sighs> I have to stop and smell it first because it's so good. It's so good. Um, got, got, some, a few, uh... got a few announcements. An announcements. Got a few announcements that we need to talk about today. So that you know. Um, <laughs> guys, uh, some things we're going to be doing on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and sometimes on Saturdays, depending on I can. Uh, I will be doing afternoon streaming. Uh, Kathy and I are working on for her to do day streaming. Uh, we haven't got all that figured out, so just keep an eye on that. Um, also, if you see me streaming at night, I will have a donation up. And when we hit their donation goals, I'll give away stuff to people that are there. Um, we're going to oh. do another test of the giveaway today, but we're not going to give you anything. I just want to make sure the system is working correctly. Uh, so we're going to do... You're going to give away... Let's see. The person that wins the giveaway gets a burp from John. How about that? Oh. So special. <laughs> so we're going to test the giveaway system again today. Um, hopefully everybody has gotten all of their gifts that we've given out. I have one more to mail off and that'll go out Monday. Day drinking versus day streaming. You never know, Legionnaires, but maybe not. Um, I'll be whenever. Um, you never know. <laughs> yeah, especially with Kathy. Um, you know, and if people ship me liquor, then absolutely oh. there will be day drinking. You know, message <laughs> me privately, and I'll send you my address. See, that's her set. <laughs> coach, she wants absolute vodka. I heard that right there. She wants a one fifty one rum. <laughs> <laughs> that's a callback, sir. It's not a professional podcast. Um. So, um, whatever we're doing the nighttime streaming, I will have a donation page set up, and as soon as we reach our goals on that. Um, we'll give away things. Um, other than that, um, Kathy will not be here next week. Um, cause I Kathy, that, sound. that was oh. my, uh, that was like going. a special, uh, it was a special alert. Kathy will, will not be here. <laughs> Does anyone get what that's for anymore? I don't think anyone Kathy gets that anymore. That's my text message. I'll be playing games next week with friends from out of town who I don't get to see very often. So the week after that, I will talk about my experiences. Um, and since she's going to be out of town, we have a special guest next week. Um, and we will be able to show you what we've been working on. I did give someone a sneak peek this weekend, guys. You have to, like, excuse me um, of what we were doing. Uh, but we're going to do – we're going to announce uh, a special thing we're going to be doing and our special guest next week is going to be Chris. 
uh, aka Explosivo from Mechanica Studio, is going to be on. Uh, he's going to be talking about uh, what it takes to get something from concept to graphic art to final product. Um, and of course, he is now sponsoring uh, the pre ramble. So we're going to give a good <laughs> shout out for him on that. We should have mentioned him during the pre ramble. Shit. So. Um, yeah. That's sort of Better how that goes. late than never, I guess. Yeah. Sure. But we'll we'll about that later. Um, so next week it'll be me, Chris, and John. And we're going to talk about what it takes to get, take something from concept to thought to everything to an actual physical product and be done with it. We'll have some stuff to show off and something that we've been working on for a long time. And Legionnaires, you got to keep your mouth shut. Legionnaires got a sneak peek this weekend, so I was trying to be nice with him. Cool. That's awesome. So uh, I'm I'm really, really excited. Yep. Um, Guys, we're also, uh, if you know anybody that likes watching our stuff, tell them to come and join us on Twitch. We do stream on YouTube, but we do not listen to or watch the chat there anymore because it's just too Uh, much of a hassle. I watch the afterwards chat when it's posted. I try and jump in there a little bit and see if people post anything afterwards, but not live. It's just a lot of... We participate strongly in the Twitch chat. A hundred percent. You know, uh, Twitch is free to join, so make your account so that you can join with us. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can link the two accounts so that you get a free subscription a month, much like that one. Yeah. <gasps> John subscribed to Twitch Prime. John yeah. Spencer. <laughs> Wait, who's that? I don't know, some guy, same name as me. Coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> or something uh, more? There's another John Spencer living in Lamerne. <laughs> I'm not lying. There is. It must be that one. It must be. Yeah. All right. Let's get over to the painting well. cam. We'll get over there and we'll start our conversations, guys. Like I always says, feel like the Wayne's World music should be like paint cam. Here we go. We'll go look at my. We'll look at my yes. new paint scheme I'm going to go with real quick, and I'll show you my general veers. Uh, what so, paints are you using? Um, I am still using Army Painter, and this one, and I need a need opinion, because I'm not sure if I like part of it. Uh, I'm using their Gunmetal, Uniform Gray, Wolf Gray, and of course their Pure Red. And is this is the paint metal, scheme. an actual metal color? I yes, mean, it is. Metal yeah, it's a metal color. Um, it's this much metal, Kathy. Too much metal for one hand. Yes. So, uh, this is the new paint scheme I'm going with. Oh, I like it. I, I like, like it. it also. I, I'm just not sure. My, my, my question is, I don't know if I like the red on the top of the helmet in those little indents. I like it. No, I, I like, like it. it. It's good. Uh, the only yeah. thing I might think is the gun just needs to be a slightly different shade than the armor. Just It may not be showing up on the for, camera. For it is. contrast. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to take, I haven't, haven't finished the gun. I'm going to take and um, make it a little bit shinier. I got a, a brighter, uh, what's However, what, metal. I subscribe to the idea that guns should be the same across your army. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to keep the the grip still uh, a jet black, but the metal parts, I've got this plate mill, plate mill metal that's a, a shinier one. And I'm just going to like do highlights on it just to kind of make it stand out a bit. Uh, so hey, as long as you make it, as they say, pop, yes. that'll be fine. It will. Because pop. it's a central piece of your army, and with the red eyes, you're already drawn up, which is good, but that'll keep those two center pieces, keep them, their eyes centered on the model so they're taking in the whole thing. Correct. 
Um, other than that, and then did he, I did he pee in the sand? Pop is like my worst no. I haven't thing. haven't done I the base yet. Favorite thing. I, I know it's it. That's why I always use the quotation marks because I not know likes I, that term. But I appreciate. I feel like pop could mean anything. I mean anything. Like you might as well just say, "Oh, hey, I like that." I want the gun to stand out. Yes, it will. That to draw um, the eye. I did finish General Veers off. Yeah. He yeah. is done and completed. I kind of went with a camo, like, army green for his jacket. Oh, yeah. I like how the goggles turned out. So it's funny. I like the goggles, but I think since the Stormtrooper eye lenses are red, they would fit better in your army if they were also red. You think it should do them, should do them red, too? Uh, they look good blue. I'm not, not challenging that, but I think the red would tie them together better because he's got some know. different I mean... colors on him. If he was in the same squad, I would agree. But if he's not, then he's no, got he's, so many he's other a general. colors. Yeah, he's a general, so he's going to stand out. Yeah, I mean, the gray ties them together a little bit, but I think right now, I mean, that could be a rebel and an imperial because he doesn't have as much gray in as many places. Um, maybe yeah. he does look more gray. rebel. He does feel more rebel. But okay. I think the, agree. The red, the red uh, visor would make him immediately go like, "Oh no, he's with them because he's got that red, okay. red visor thing like them." And all, right. all their lightsaber and blaster stuff is red. I'm just saying. When I was six, I noticed that in Star Wars the first <laughs> time I saw it. You're better than a lot of six-year-olds because a lot of kids are like, "Ah, lasers!" Yep. Okay, I'll do that. I, I can change that. It's not a big deal. Um, other than that. That's pretty much where I'm going. I'm going to try to get some, at least a bunch of dry brushing done because I'm dry brushing their models, uh, that gun metal, and then just outlining the armor with the base color. So we're going to do that today. And I've got a whole squad to do until my snow troopers come in next week. How many is in a squad? Uh, uh, was it six? Six. Maximum of six. You make it sound like there's 20. Like it's 40K. I have four, four of six. them. Yeah. You get four guys inherently, and then you can buy an extra trooper and then one is one heavy weapon. Thank Perfect. you, D. Star. We appreciate the follow. It is appreciated. 100% we like it. All I can do is skank, so that's what you get. You get the chair skank. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get on our subject today. A uh, big announcement this week, which is the reason why we decided to do this. What was our big What was the big announcement that happened? X-wing, X-wing, X-wing. X-wing. What, yeah. what about X-wing? X-wing second edition, and you heard a million voices cry out in horror. Should <laughs> we panic silent. or not? Uh, I mean, if it makes you feel better, panic. Yeah, it makes I you don't feel better. Care, just panic. Really. Uh, I think everybody so, should just panic. Yeah, so uh, that was the whole hyperspace report from Fantasy Flight Games. They've been pushing that for a bit. Um, and before we get into the game, the ideas of Norse, I'm going to say, if you're running any sort of business and you're going to advertise, like, oh, we got this hyperspace report, this cool thing, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, and then you only talk about one of your games from that particular license, you done fucked up. <laughs> because there are Imperial Assault people, Legion players, and Armada players who are like, so the next thing, that was it. All right. Where's our news? Where's the stuff for the game I play? A anything? I mean, Legion's had a ton of stuff, and they could probably drop another teaser for Legion. Like, oh, look what's coming out for Legion in the future. Awesome, great. Oh, Imperial Assault, we got this cool idea in the works. Just get some teasers in Armada. Like, oh, this is what we're planning for next Armada. Cool. Suddenly you've got happy people. 
But right now, I mean, the only people salt, saltier than the Armada players are the X-Wing players. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, what do you do when you hear this announcement that your game's going to switch? Well, you got to take it with a grain of salt because you remember the company is there to make money. So, switching an edition means money for them, but it also means they're giving you a better product. Are you hoping for a better hope. product? You hope, it, yeah. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this, and discounting one game, and I'll say what this is. We're not gonna talk about Age of Sigmar because Age of Sigmar is technically a different game than Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah. Correct. So we're that one's just out the door because that doesn't count. Every single one of these ones on my list. That's not exhaustive. It's just a simple list. The next edition is better, at least rules wise, than the edition before. I, to my knowledge, I have never seen a game that made a new edition, a miniatures game, I'll throw that out there because <laughs> some things, that the next that the next edition was not better than the edition before. And that's because they've taken these pages of errata. I mean, I don't know how many pages the X-Wing FAQ is, but for Christ's sakes, I'm sure it's pretty huge. And I'm, of course, on internet, so I'll be able to tell you here shortly. But... I mean, for Christ's sakes, the, the high-resolution version is 42 megabytes. Just a little Yeah, it's, it's slightly big here. I mean, it's at least 25 pages long. 25 pages of FAQ. Excellent. And that, for a game that is touted as being one of the best casual games, that's no bueno. That's about the well, point where they, you're looking at it. They had a pretty thin rule book, so I'm not surprised. Well, yeah, let's, I mean, we all know Fantasy Flight... Rule books were never their strong suit. They're getting better. Uh, the Legion reference and, and, and all is the best they've done yet, so positive there. Yeah. Um, they did the announcement right. They threw it out there like, here, this is what we're doing. This is what to expect. We're changing a couple things here and there. Here's some tweaks. And here is how you're going to make your forces work. Uh, to give a little details, they basically said, we're going to announce, uh, they're going to have an app that goes with it. Yay for apps. Apps are yes. good. Yes. Yes. They are also, everything in the app is also going to be in a PDF file you can download. Yay. I love it. I was actually good. pretty excited about it for the most part. Mm -hmm. Overall. Yep. And then they announced that they're doing upgrade kits for all of the uh, factions. And the upgrade kits will be able to uh, basically upgrade your... your your, your uh, fighters to the new edition. Um, not all of them. There's people who complain because, oh my God, there is so much. There's so much out here. You know, I mean, they had. Let's look. Math says, good crap. I gotta do. That's 14 waves of X-wing have come out. Yeah. 14 waves. I'm so behind. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's good crazy, because that means it's a product that's been supported. Yes. But it also does mean that there is a ton out there. And uh, basically, uh, so they're going to upgrade it, and then they say they're upgrade packs. They give you a list. You can go to their website and find out. Like, I'll, I'll look at the Rebel one here real quick. They tell you exactly what is going to be in the kit, how many of each fighter you get. So you can know, like, okay, I have this many. I can plan. But a good thing to note, and 
this is good. There's a, a guy on uh, YouTube I follow named Kravik who does a lot of stuff about basic like games in general. And he basically goes, it's not like you're going to use all your fighters at once, especially not to start. My so question. Yeah. Hit. My, and I know that if I was going to if I was going to be part of this and I was going to get back into uh, Star Wars. Uh, my question is, am I still going to have to have five cards if I want to use the same card for five of my ships? Or is the app going to let me substitute that out? Well, they I haven't underst- really told us that one yet. Okay. That's, that's, they haven't given a lot there. But um, they have gone, what we know is they have gone to a more streamlined, all the cards are the same size now. Yay. It's just that they have, which is fine because easier to carry that way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just have, you know, the the uh, upgrade cards are now just sort of part of the card, and they get the upgrade icon big, so you can read it real easy. And they've gone to a sort of, let's say, forty k e version of uh, the uh, of inherent points that's very casual, called basically threat level, which is like power level. Gotcha. So that you know, jumping in, like, okay, we know that hey, uh, we know that this is what it's going to be about. You know, we we know this is exactly, you know, th- this is how about how good it's going to be. You don't have to have all this crazy, you know, husband nitpicky points. Yeah, because it's kind of nitpicky. I'm actually starting to find a list, but basically, the idea is you get about two of every ship. And then some of the uh, the smaller ones you get three of in, in each of the packs. So, I mean, it's plenty to start playing with. And, yeah, some of these guys are like, oh, I need, you know, $300 of, uh, of conversion kits to uh, to make all my stuff work. And, like, yeah, that's true. That's a lot of money. But you don't need to use them all. You won't be using them all. It's not like you'd be like, I need to get all these at once. I have I mean, to have you all don't, my kits. Yeah, you, you use the ones that you play the most often. You get those, right? Yeah, you get those. I mean, because you're not playing all your stuff all the time, right? I mean, I never did. Yeah, and let's say you're one of the crazy guys who plays with big points, and you're like, I've got three ghosts, I want to use three ghosts. Well, your buddy who plays Rebels probably only has one ghost and just needs the one out of the pack, and you're like, give me the card. Okay, here's your card, dude. You're fine. So so just kind of split it up with your partner. Yeah, exactly. Split it up. The the secondary market will be fine for that. People will be breaking those up because people are going to want stuff. Mm-hmm. It, second mark is always fine uh, yeah legionnaires you'll be able to totally get rid of your old uh, cards at some point um, but keep them because some people are going to want them because people are going to play them first edition and that's the first general note about this is when the new edition comes out keep in mind if you keep your stuff you can play the old edition I have you know the, the last mark 2 version of steamroller I have all my mark 2 cards I have the last mark 2 FAQ still on my computer so I can totally play mark 2 war machine if I wanted to um, so keep that in mind. Now you're going to have less play players around. So that's going to be an interesting thought. But you look at that. You look at okay, they're they're supporting it. It's taking the place of a wave. So that means it's not like you're going to be buying new ships and these old ships. Okay. They're re-releasing all the ships. There are guys who are like, I'm going to get rid of my collection. They are coming out with some cool new ships, though. Too. Oh yeah. The X-wing can <laughs> now lock are, their foils. Yeah, they can they can change their S foils, which is cool. There are people who are like, I'm just going to get rid of my stuff just for ease, like get rid of all this stuff, and I'm just going to buy stuff as it comes out. Because you were going to anyways. <laughs> if you're an X-Wing fanatic. Uh, so the first thing you do is figure out how they're changing it, what you need to do to upgrade it. Now, these guys are great in covering it. 
Um, looking at uh, my small list of things, it's not always great information how you uh, how you upgrade. Um, but uh, so, like, uh, let's say, let's go to the categories of how you upgrade your stuff and, and communicating that. X-wing did a good job. They let you know they've got a great list. You could actually go on there and see, like, okay, I know exactly how many of each card I'm getting, so I can plan out what I need to buy. The time frame's not the greatest because it's going to be debuting in Gen Con. It'll be available for regular sale in like September. That's only you know four months. They could have gone a full six, but that's the thing is you remember in these four months, X-wing sales are going to go down the crapper. Oh yeah, nobody's going to buy selling anything. much, and yeah, the stores are going to be the ones unfortunately doing it. So like, if you want to get some ships, maybe your stores are discounting them. Keep looking for that. People could be discounting them. Miniature market, if you buy from those guys, you know they're going to discount the crap out of everything. Oh, yeah. Um, but maybe not, because there, there's going to be a while before all the ships are available. You'll have conversion gigs. You'll have to buy them in tandem. Um, so, looking at other games, um, let's say uh, Malifaux, when that came out second edition, they sort of communicated how they were going to do it, but it was such a long process, because they did a long playtest, public playtest. I was going to say, they had a ton of people playtesting that game ahead of time just to give feedback in the beta. Yeah, absolutely. There were a lot of guys coming playing it. The problem is, in that time, they were not releasing really any new models, so their yeah. their incoming money went down, so you're going to keep that in mind. That is a tough place to be. Uh, that's why War Machine didn't do it again. They did it for Mark 1 to Mark 2, but they didn't do it for Mark 2 to Mark 3, because the money, your, your, your sales go down terribly during that time. Once you make that announcement, yeah. Yep. Oh, I remember... Like this might be the first time that X-Wing does not lead the, you know, monthly sales for uh, war games, miniature games. It's And it's been a long time since that happened. Oh, if yeah, anybody remembers going from... Going. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody remembers going from Mark II to Mark III, a.k.a. the new edition, War Machine Hordes, nobody bought shit once they found, once that card leak came out. I mean, nobody was buying anything for a long time. Yeah, no, because there's no point in it, because you're like, mm -hmm. I don't know what it's going to do, I don't know if I'm going to want it, because, so for example, that edition has, has a history of models being worthless. Mm -hmm. Fairly or unfairly. Um, Malifaux was the same way, people didn't buy much of anything because they didn't know if it was going to be good or not. It, it went up a little bit as the uh, playtest came out, and people saw it like, oh, this is pretty cool, I think I'll probably buy this because this is about where they're going to be. Um, let's say Warhammer 40k is always a freaking roller coaster ride whenever they change editions. They yeah. never really communicate how you're going to upgrade your stuff. It's almost always, yep, there'll be a new codex, and until you get that, we'll have some way of you using your stuff. Yeah. They're always good at making you able to use your stuff. It's just never. You never know right. if your army is going to be viable or not after the change. Correct. Correct. With them. And and they're they're they have a very aggressive release schedule. But it's not, uh, you know, I think Mark II War Machine pretty much is the gold standard. They're like, all our army books are going to be out within a year, which is great. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Nice. Yeah. But that's an aggressive release schedule and difficult to keep up with. So I don't fault the company for that. That's that's like above and beyond. Uh, I think actually Games Workshop, Marvel 40K has been doing it very good. They, they've getting a 40K codex out about every other month, which is a great, great... Uh, pace to be honest oh absolutely not like not like you know in the the dark ages of 40k mm -hmm. I Where, absolutely you know, agree. i told someone online that uh 
I'm actually hyped for the for the uh, Death Watch Codex. I've been oh, reading yeah. the Death Watch Codex since they released the Bolter and the uh, Shoulder Pad Sprue. Oh, that's such cool. And he replied, I've never heard of this. And I'm like, <laughs> now I'm old. Yes, yes, you are. Yes, then I realized how long ago that was. They came out before I worked for Games Workshop, and I worked there for nine and a half years. And it's been about nine years since I worked there. So I've always loved the Nurgle, and so I'm excited for that, even though I don't even play 40k. I mean, I would if I had the models, but, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the other games, uh, Infinity has done, uh, they're up to Infinity 3, uh, third edition, and all of their changeovers have been pretty solid. Um, they're very consistent in how they do things, you know, like, oh, look, new books out, and then here's some PDF downloads of all your troop types, and even better now that they have an app. Um, they do occasionally, they, they don't have the best team on their app, so... For example, my main faction, currently Hakislam, I cannot build a list for because they made a boo-boo and they haven't fixed it yet. What? But I still have all the profiles, so I can easily print them out and do points old-fashioned. Sure. That's pretty solid, but the, like, when their edition comes out, they're like, how are you going to do it? We're going to have PDFs of all your stuff, so you know the points and everything, so jobs are good. And then the other one I put on this list was Dark Age. I don't really know how they changed it, but it seems the change went over pretty well. Uh, a lot of people started liking it a lot more after it came out. Yeah, so it's hard to tell with a game that becomes more popular after. Like uh, Malifaux, uh, you know, from 1 to 1. 1.5, because there was a 1.5 there, it became a lot more, po lot more popular because people liked it better. Yes. But so that's the first thing you look at is if they're communicating how you're going to use your stuff. If they do something like old school 40k where you don't know it might take a while, uh, you got to think about it. But if you go to the other end, someone like, say, Infinity or anything, where like you're going to have PDFs of, as soon as it's released of all your troops, you'll know how they do. Uh, Malifaux, unfortunately, took the wrong road last edition, and they came out with their first book in good time, but not everything was in that. So literally the first book came out, and they only released one book a year, and there were models in that you had that didn't have rules yet Ooh. yeah yeah yes i remember that yeah and then it took till the second book crossroads for them to get all the models at that point they were in a good spot so you have to keep that in mind it's always good to uh to think about that uh then next i would say your next thing is keep an ear to the ground on all the rules listen to the rules coming in see if you like them or not so they're adding an extra category of force powers, so Luke and Vader and the handful of people who have force powers can get a little edge up, because let's be honest, Luke and Vader were early models, and they don't really necessarily stand up like they used to. Because, I mean, power creep is a real thing, it happens, it's just because they refine their decision, like, this model is the perfect power level, and they base off of that. But then they go like, wait, no, this guy's the perfect power level, we base off of that, so people start, the lower starts falling lower and lower. Yeah. And I don't know if they're planning on doing a living living game, like, you know, say a War Machine style where they're going to see ID every once in a while, or a Malifaux or 40k thing where, like, every year you're getting at least one FAQ with updates to points, potentially, everything. And Finney does that also. I'm not familiar with Dark Age, I don't know if they do that, but I think they do something similar. Um, where they upgrade it. So we don't know about that. So you got to keep that in mind when you're looking at it, you know. Just to wrap your head around. To have, uh, we used to have Blood Bowl Living Rulebook forever. Absolutely. Uh, once uh, GW stopped supporting the game. To be fair, that was Fandun, and Fandun changes everything. There are guys it, who. It wanted... was. It was. And uh, 
you know, and GW did use a lot of that in their cyanide uh, in the video game, mm-hmm. and uh, and then they took that and and again used some of that when they reissued the game oh, yeah. last year. You oh, know, just... I mean, they still added some of their old crazy, you know, random weird shit. Which you is know? good because that's what I missed the most from the game was the old random <laughs> crazy weird shit. Um, like bringing out an ogre on a dwarven team. Banana peel. <laughs> Banana peel. Oh my god. But so you have to look at that, keep it a rule. So, you know, you know, like we were looking at uh, War Machine, they teased us, hey, jacks are gonna get power up so that you know all your jacks are get a free focus. You're like, Well, you know, that's cool, that makes the jacks are more usable. Awesome. That got your interest peak. So you look at X-Wing, like, we're going to do this, the power level thing. Um, it looks to me like if you have a torpedo, you can use that shit every turn. It just has, uh, like, a power-up function that only act- activates so many times. Which seems cool. It seems like a better use, because I'll be honest, torpedoes and missiles were not where I wanted them to be in X-Wing. It, it would be cool to see a tournament where not everybody's playing the same thing because that's the best thing. Yes. To be fair with any competitive game, and so this is not, you can't blame this on the company. No. This this is a war gamer problem. This is our problem. Um, we take everything and make it competitive. There are things that, there are just better choices than others. This model does 99% of the same thing as this model and it's pointed better. I use that model. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's, true. It, it's going to happen. I mean, if you find me a game where that doesn't happen, I'm impressed. I mean, right now, the best balance games I see, for the most part, are like uh, Infinity, Malifaux, maybe a little bit of uh, Guild Ball. I hear is really, really balanced. So, uh, uh, War Machine? Louisville was saying that uh, Guild Ball is getting some new stuff, getting Season 4 pretty soon. So that's Guild Ball just yeah, yeah. announced that they're moving away from metal figures and going all plastic, although you will still be able to order metal figures from Steamforged. They won't be carrying them in local game stores after a certain date. So I will say this honestly: I fucking hate their plastic minis. <laughs> well, why, do, why don't you like their plastic stuff? Then you won't be playing. They're, they're perfect. So, so, so a guy came in, bought it, and immediately played. Awesome bonus. For those who are veteran hobbyists and want the ability to modify our models without like super mega pain in the ass, yeah, that's yeah. just worse for us. And I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a disposition. It's fine. It's not my game. I haven't even. I've opened my box of Guild Ball or my 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 team box for Guild Ball once to make sure all the pieces were there, but I haven't put it together, so it's not my thing. Yeah. But the game but, is fun. Mm-hmm. I have enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I will say that the metal miniatures. So I had, as people may know from previous listening, I had I've assembled two butchers teams: one for somebody else, one for myself. I painted theirs. I painted mine. Uh and I just wanted to do nothing more than drive a sharp stake through my eye because that would have felt better than assembling these models. Stay away from Infinity. Uh, yes. Actually, <laughs> when I had a commission to paint Infinity models after I did those Guild Ball things, it was way better. Oh, that, that's a powerful statement you've made, Kathy. I can only think that maybe it's because you didn't have the worst models. but. Oh, case. no. No. I Well... It's possible I didn't have the worst Infinity models. I mean, what I was painting was a little, I don't even know, some sniper guy. And then I was painting a, uh, a Pan-Oceanan tag. And the, assembling the bigger them models were always a little better. Yeah. They were cake. They were cake compared to these uh, guilt ball things. So, And 
I was constantly afraid that I was going to be breaking or bending the guilt ball models every time I handled them. Yeah. Because the parts were so, so tiny uh, and metal. So obviously they're bendy. Uh, I had to actually uh, reinforce one of the knives on the, uh, the fillet model with a little green stuff underneath, you know, just on the blade just to make it thicker. So that it I sometimes just throw a lot of super glue on it. Like if I see little cracks from it, I'll, I'll get some super glue and just, just throw it yeah. on there and I brush just, like, it off, just trying to fill blade. it. Yeah, the entire blade I did so that it wouldn't bend all the time because I could just, I could just foresee that happening. Oh yeah. So in one way, I'm glad they're moving to plastics because there will be people who, who don't care about the painting who will actually want to play and their models won't be constantly breaking every time they touch them yeah so it's good like but the, that's the thing you, like so that's the thing you need to look at if they're saying they're changing their material you need to think do i like this material am i going to like to paint these models because it's, here's go ahead it's still going to be one of those things where if you want to spend your time filing mold lines you're going to want to shoot yourself because it's going to be that kind of material that doesn't work well with filing mold lines i'll be honest if anyone advertised they were using a rustic i would immediately be out because that it's just not worth my time yeah it's pain yeah so but you have to look at that that's another good thing to look at um, um they of course x-wing doesn't count because they're pre-painted and their paintings only gotten better over the years yes. yeah and they're adding yeah, more features so paint yours anyways if you wanted to yeah. and it's and you don't have to clean the mold lines on those so, yeah, so you have to look at that. And then here's the biggest thing. This is really a weird one. And and Krabak mentioned this, and it really resonated with me because I think we, we all think differently. This is a giant, giant one. You're not going to play one miniatures game for the rest of your life. What? Yeah, I know, right? Sometimes a game is just going to change editions because it needs to. Move on, introduce some feature you're not a fan of, and it's not going to be your game anymore. Well, and you have to this. accept that. Yeah, exactly. You have to accept that and realize it's time to move on. It, it's yeah. okay. That yep. game gave you joy for years, or however long it gave you joy for. Let it go. So a lot of the guys are like, ah, oh, out of X Wing. That's cool. Get out of X Wing, but get out of the community too. Yeah, don't don't be a dick to the community. We were having that problem in the War Machine community, and, and Trevor Christians and I were talking about that on, on Twitter, that the real problem with people is is so many people are pissed off because of the game they loved, and they're not miniature gamers at heart. They did they maybe their first game. The game they loved has changed. They don't love it anymore, and they don't know what to do. Find a new game. What you do is you find another game. Yeah, you sell your stuff off on uh, eBay or whatever. Or yeah, keep, and use keep, that money. Keep your favorite to, army, or keep your you favorite know. army. Keep it just in case. Maybe it changes again. Maybe you you fun, you change. I mean, people change over the years. The guys who are with a game every year, uh, uh, you know, time after time, edition after edition. Sometimes those guys are their desires are changing with the game. Like I've noticed, forty k, it was competitive. I was a competitive guy. I'm out for a bit come back it's super casual I'm a much more casual guy now it, it just hit that mark so keep that in mind so you, you can keep some of your stuff but don't keep it all you don't need to keep it all i keep have i have all my fourth edition uh dark angels fourth edition was a great edition uh, great. Yeah. once question. it moved to fifth i played a few 
I played a few games. I didn't like the way uh, armor worked and other stuff. And fifth was okay. Fourth was better. Fourth, yeah. fourth was the golden age, and now we're back to a different golden age of just fun casual. And it kind of makes me want to to get back into it in eighth because I've been hearing so many good things, and it seems exactly like you said. It seems more casual, and that's yeah. kind of where I'm at. Yeah, but um, you need to think about that because you're good, you're going to have games. Just move on. Sometimes you need to do it. I mean, and I know it's hard. You love this game. You put so much. Like I put a lot of myself into this game. I wasn't a press ganger, but I was the closest thing you can get to press ganger without being one. I ran a ton of events with my local press ganger, helped out. I put a lot of my soul in this game, and now it's not what I want anymore. But that's okay. Pause. That's why I try to say negative things. You know, I'm like, I don't like things that they're doing in the game. And I just realized that it's just not for me anymore. All right. Got a, got a paint question. Should I put bronze in his belly area to make it no. stand out? No. No? No, I agree with John. Touch too nope. much. No. Nope. I, I think the highlighting you did on the gun's perfect. If you want to go gray like your other... Like the gray on the belt. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gray on the you belt know? would be the choice then, if you choose. Then. Yeah. Okay, just leave it alone. Yeah, leave it alone. Leave it alone. All right. If you, yeah, so, gray or maybe a little bit of metallic if you want to do a little metallic because it's already a color in use. Don't add a new color. You've got the right amount of colors. All right, yeah. so let's go. We, we, we talked about how some of them have gone good, and most of the games have gone good when they've gone to a new edition. Different, but good. For example, Cricks was a problem because people were playing Cricks as old Cricks in the new edition, and now that they've gone a new edition, people start figuring out Cricks is different. What do you say when a game goes bad when it goes to the new edition? Like, it's, well, it's like horrible. I said, well, so I've never seen a game go bad, but when it goes the way you don't want, a way it doesn't fit you, bad to you, let's say, rather than bad. Let's not judge it like that. It's, bad to you. Okay. It's, it's sad it's no longer when your game. you have... When you've invested the time, the money into the models, mm -hmm. the time into the terrain and the painting and, the, and all of the hobbying and the community and everything and writing up the fluff for your backstory for your army or your faction or your crew. Um, and you've, you've, got, you've got all this history with your guys. You have a reason why they're this color. You've got... The reason, the reason why they're armed the way they are? Why they're based how they are. I mean, the yeah. whole nine yards, right? And then the company sells off their game to another company, and they say, we're going to come out with a new edition. But they don't say, we're going to come out with a new game and just call it the same name. Yeah, so new game, call it the same game. Let's put uh, your example of Wildest Exodus in with Age of Sigmar. Yeah. Because even if they don't want to, they're always going to draw comparisons. What do you do then? Yeah, well, uh, what we did was just fucking trash. I mean, just <laughs> you give up. You can't do anything. You you sell off your models on eBay. Yep. What you, you don't you do, do something else. You don't. You can stay in the community because there are people there. I mean, I stay in touch with the War Machine Hero community because you guys are good people. I enjoy talking to you about a wide variety of things that aren't even War Machine or Hordes. We good people. But you don't just go and shit all over the game everywhere you can. Because there are people who still enjoy this, and you are lessening their enjoyment. It's okay for things to change in your life. As a 42-year-old guy who's about to move for the third time in, like, four years, um, shit changes. I've been, 
In the past Even five years, that. I've had a beloved aunt die, my stepfather die, I've been divorced, I've had to move three times, I changed jobs once. Your shit changes. And focusing on it and dwelling on it is not going to make it any better. It's going to make it worse. So just part and be like, okay, hey, you know, War Machine, Hordes, whatever, Wild Success, you're not the game for me anymore, you know? Happy trails to you, we'll go our separate yeah. ways, you know? If it comes up in conversation, I'll talk about it. Yeah. However, yeah, we've moved on. Yeah. You know, we've moved on to other things. As my buddy Sanchez, who worked for the Games Workshop, who was an old tanker from uh, Desert Storm, said, build a bridge and get the fuck over it. Suck it up and drive <laughs> <Nice>. on. <laughs> you got to. That's, that's all you can do about it. So Don't stay around and be a Debbie Downer like Gago said. You can't because you just, you just, you're not doing it. You just, you just got to decide. I feel like that's why Jim decided to go with bolt action, because uh, when you have a game that's themed around World War II, they're not going to change that backstory. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, what? it's not changing. The mechanic of the game may change depending on if you're playing bolt action or Flames of War or, you know, any other game that's out there. Any historical game, actually, yeah. if you're playing Napoleonics or whatever. So your game mechanics may change. The history, the history does not change. No, it doesn't. So and to be, f go ahead. But Gonzo. we can add aliens. Congo says yes. You can be like Conflict Forty Seven. That's uh, a Warlord game. That's like World War Two, but uh, with aliens. I, I preferred AE World War Two, which is a very small game. But that's another discussion for another time. What? What? <laughs> how long should we wait until we? Because okay, say the new edition comes out your game how long should we give it to see if we're going to like it before we finally give up on it because i think that's what everybody should do is when it comes out let's test it out let's see how it looks give it a little bit how long should we go because age of sigmar kind of fits in that right now uh, so <laughs> um i would say in general you need to get it out you need to test it and that's sort of the problem with age of sigmar it went it was a weird case where it kind of went scorched earth you you either had to get all new models, or you had to take the time to rebase all your old models. Yeah, um, and they had they had rules where you could play with your square base, you know, in a round base world. However, it, it's a little funky. And honestly, they like it's, it's no secret they done fucked up that release like a million ways. When you actually put rules in the game, like whoever's got the most luxurious mustache gets a reroll. Like, no, that is not a fucking rule for a game. I am sorry. Some guys love it. Yes, in your basement, that's a great fun rule. In a game, in a store, that's retarded. In a yeah. tournament, it's triple retarded. Sorry, I shouldn't say retarded. That's really insensitive of me. It's stupid. Beyond belief, stupid. So, um,. And Age of Sigmar is really like, it, it's the standard bearer of don't do this. That's why I say we really should count it as technically a whole new game, but they didn't really push it like that, and that's their they, mistake. Yeah, they did say that they, uh, the old world was destroyed. Yes. To be fair, but yeah, they did but market you need to, it at You need to make it like this Warhammer. is not Warhammer fantasy. They gotta, yeah. you, you got to drive that yeah. point home. It's not. like we, We've changed the names to protect the innocent. I don't know what anything is anymore. I'm like, I have ogres, I have ogre kingdoms, but I, and people tell me that they would be really good in Age of Sigmar, but yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. 
Holy shit, I'm in a John sighting. Uh oh. I'm in a sighting. What's up, uh, John? So, so yeah, I, I feel like you need to get in. You need to get into it when it comes out. Play some games. Get in. Get get your get your hands dirty. Just try and get in there and see how it plays. If it's not yours, put it aside. Take six months. Go do something else. So and then, after that, give it another try. If after that it's not your thing, maybe it's not your thing. What about, because like Age of Sigmar, they went from, you know, being a whole new game to round bases and stuff and doing whatever. And then they brought the General's Handbook out, which then kind of, I wouldn't say made it where people wanted, but made it better. Because I have noticed quite a few more people are now playing it. Um, not at, my, at one of my other local stores, they started getting into a lot more because of the General's Handbook. So we had two games going on today at the local store, which is amazing. Um, I would say every time something new for that game comes out, every, really kind of new, you need to you need to look into it. You need to take a look at it. If there's something that's deep in your heart you used to love, you need to take a look at it. But you can't let yourself, and this sounds horrible, this sounds horrible, you can't let yourself get excited. Not, not for something like that. Something that's already let you down once. You can't get excited like, um, General Sam will come out. I looked at him like, yeah, okay, the game's still not for me. It's the nicest way I can say that. Yeah. Um, then after that, the, this year in uh, June-ish, June-July-ish, they're doing an update to the rules, which is not going to be a new edition, but it might as well be a new edition from what I understand. They're, they're changing a lot of rules, make things better. It is totally worth checking it out then. To see maybe become something you like because there are some cool models. Let's be honest, GW makes some fucking top-notch models. Oh, that one. The CLs are chick. out of control. Oh, and that one uh, one Elvis chick on the stag beetle or whatever. Oh, I oh love yeah, that yeah. Model. The, yeah, she's, they've done some great stuff. Yeah. So if that's interesting, you got to take a look every time a new edition. Every time they 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 update it, see if it's something you want to play. Yeah. Um, and honestly, if you're on the fence with the game, you're like, I really like the aesthetic of the game, the idea of the game, keep some of your stuff. I know Scorched Earth is a thing that, you know, I mean, I don't like to say I invented it, but I was there. <laughs> 40K changed and Fantasy changed, and I left Games Workshop, but I was fucking Scorched Earth all in on War Machine of Hearts. I'm just like, out! Fuck y'all! I'm playing this game now. Hey, two guns. And that may not have been the best idea. Yeah. But, you know, that's why I'm now I'm a little more like, yes, I'm going to get rid of some more Machine of Horde stuff. It's no surprise. Am I getting rid of my mercenaries? Fuck no. Those are my mercenaries. Those are my boys. I'm keeping them. Because there's always a chance something happens. Things go the right way. They make the right fixes. They do the right stuff for me. And I want to play again. Four editions later, I would like to uh, play 40K again. Exactly. And who I knows? You know, someday I may want to play my ogres in... Uh, Age of Sigmar, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Could I say if it came full circle? No, Congo. I could not say if it came full circle because I'm not playing Babylon Five Wars because that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I'm old. Sorry, old school there. Yep. Um, so yeah, you have to look at that and decide if it is. I mean, if you like some of the models, you paint some of the models. Don't let them go for like a song and a dance. Oh God, no, no. Get Get what they're worth for them. Unless you're like that 
Done. company insulted your parentage, your heritage, and needs to die in a fire, don't, and no one's ever done that, I'll be honest. Don't, don't be like the guy who lit off his, uh, so, his Dark Angel's army on fire on YouTube. Don't, don't let the anger get to him. Although, to, it was funny to watch. It was, but you need to, this is, applies to many things, you need to be an adult about it. That's a lot of things money. Things change, like, okay. I don't like War Machine of Horns that much anymore. It's not really my game. I can totally play it. I'm not like opposed. I just not. I don't get the same joy I used to. I, I get more enjoyment from playing other games. It's not like I'm taking out my models and like, yeah, Dan, get rid of these for like two bucks, you know, two, two cents on the dollar. I don't care. No, I'm like, hey, get rid of these for you know good rates on eBay, and, mm -hmm. and I'll get more stuff with them. Sometimes you got to move on. Moving on is really, really difficult for people. They don't understand. I think. As you're talking about other things similar or, uh, before the podcast, sometimes you need to teach kids that you're going to need to move on sometimes. Not er, er, You know, everything changes. Things die. I'm sorry. It's it's tragic. People are going to die. Things are going to die. Businesses you love, like Toys R Us, are going to go out of business. That's a little place <laughs> much out. But your game console, you know, your game company is not going to be there anymore. The game you love is not going to get a new edition. It's going to happen. And you got to be ready to be an adult and deal with it. You got to. There's always something else to enjoy. You got to keep an open mind about that. You got to be like I, I was. Ah, I'm not gonna play 40k. I'm like ah, I'm not gonna play 40k. Then I'm down there and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll play 40k. So these guys playing, they're having a good time. Play a little bit. All right, I had a good time. Is it yeah. great? By no means is it great. Is it is it fun and engaging enough? Yeah, yeah. But don't let people talk you into a game that you may not want to play just because they say it's fun. Because remember, game started fun. That's the default level of game. What? It has to offer you something. Like, yeah. Age of Sigmar doesn't offer me anything. I don't want anything it's offering. I'm like, yeah, guys are having fun. That's cool. Good job, guys. I'm happy. You're happy. No, no, I don't want to play. But I'm happy you're happy. We had yeah. this exact discussion today. Like, John, when are you going to buy stuff? I'm like, I'm not. I'm happy you're happy playing this game. Uh, maybe if it gets better, I will play this game with you, but, or, you know, if I come into money, maybe I'll buy just stuff just because I can at that point. But no, you know I'm what? not playing it. And I can always break out my cribbage board because that shit hasn't changed for a hundred years. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, that's why the classics are classic. Maybe someday I'll be in the mood for play Monopoly. If so, check my fucking temperature, but if so, I can find a game of Monopoly and play it, you know? I've actually thought of uh, painting up the Monopoly, uh, you know, the little figures, the pieces, like the shoe and the hat and that, just like high-end on a base. Yeah. I think that would be funny. And, and the hardest thing in addition to moving on is moving on intelligently. So many people jumped out of forty uh, out of fantasy when Age of Sigmar came out. It's the best example because it's the only, it's one of the biggest missteps. It's the biggest name misstep, and they went into like Mantic's Kings of War. Oh, yeah. And no disrespect to Mantic, they made a solid sort of fantasy type army. They did some stuff right. Unfortunately, it is so damn basic. I can't get behind it. Some people love it. That's cool. Maybe it's your thing. But look into the game. I know people who like sold all their stuff on eBay and immediately jumped to the next big thing. Like 40k guys, they got all their stuff. Like War Machine of Hordes is big. I'm jumping to War Machine of Hordes. They get there and they're like, I, I'm not really liking this. This isn't what I want from a game. Like, well, you, you made a mistake then. Now you got to sell your stuff. And every time you sell your stuff, you're, you're losing a little bit of money. You have a little bit of value on it. Yep. Especially if you haven't if you haven't taken the time and enjoyed it. Like the stuff I sell, 
like fantasy armies all i got tons of fun out of those fantasy armies i as far as i'm concerned i'm all on the plus side with those i they made their their enjoyment back to me but you, you got to be careful because you don't be the guy jumping from system to system because then some of the guys aren't going to really you know put all their effort into it like this guy's just going to jump to another system i'm not gonna pull this effort and you know they're, they're going to welcome you in ball, but they're not going to try and put all the effort into really teaching you and all that because they know you're just going to jump ship again, or they yeah. think you're just going to jump ship again, whether you do or not. Yeah. So it, you really got to think about it, and it's the age-old thing. Don't let emotion rule you when you're making decisions like that. Especially when it comes to your paycheck. Yes, money stuff. Don't, don't let emotion rule you. Don't be like, you know, boom, boom, boom. Like, okay, the reasons you should play a game. Your friends are playing it. That is always a good reason. Like... You could not fault me for buying Age of Sigmar. I have several friends who play Age of Sigmar. There is a decent amount of people playing at the local store. So that checks. It also if, something you enjoy. You can't just play it because your friends are playing because you're not going to like it. At that point, just borrow one of their armies and play. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've been rambling for like a half an hour. What? Not you. We have feel, talked like as that's well. That's my game. <laughs> I know. I just feel like I've been rambling. Um, thing. You know, you deserve an episode of Ramble. <laughs> As minis and movies. <laughs> Which, guys, if you haven't noticed, we posted a new minis and movies. Uh, we are doing that on SoundCloud only now to save y'all some space and time so you can get that downloaded really easy. Uh, you do have to be a patron subscriber at the $5 level to get that. Um, yep. And, and we, if you are a patron subscriber and you listen, just throw me some ideas. I love ideas. We will be I... doing our... Sorry, John. Oh, go ahead. I'm interrupting. I was going to say, we'll be doing a raffle for the uh, April miniature. Oh, yeah, April miniature. For, uh, for patrons. Yes. Uh, we will do that too. when you come back uh, the week after the 13th. Okay, that sounds good. Does that sound good? Oh. Okay. So, to, to sum up the new edition, what you do is you need to figure out how they're converting stuff. Check out uh, check out how they're converting, what you're going to have, what you're going to do on your end in order to make your models usable in the new edition, whether it be rebase, like something Age of Sigmar, that's kind of a new game, buy conversion kits like X-Wing, uh, buy card packs like Malifaux and War Machine for about 12 seconds, um, buy new codices uh, like Warhammer, or download stuff like Infinity, or buy new packs like, in, like, like Dark Age or something like that. That would be your first step. Step two, you need to... Uh, <laughs> Buy a Necromiles. <laughs> you can only do about two hours. It's the beer. Uh, step two, you need to figure out what rules they're touting. Look at the rules they're saying they're going to change, things they're going to change, their mission statement, if you will, and make sure that jives with what you were thinking. Because if, like, they're changing something and that's, like, what you love about the game, yeah, you, you have to manage your own expectations. Know you're in there. And then finally, when it comes out, you got to check it out. You got to play it. You got to see if it's something you actually like or if it's something else. And if it's not, you got to move on like an adult. Give it a chance. Yeah, you got to give it a chance. But so even if you don't give it a chance, move on like an adult. Don't shit on it. And we're all, we've all done that. We've all, you know, shit on 40K or whatever for a while. Oh, yeah. Granted, they were theoretically kind of not the best editions and done pretty quickly, but. Let people have fun playing what they're playing. Don't shit in their parade. Is that a saying? It is now. Um, and uh, let them enjoy it, and then move on and find something else that you enjoy. 
like my, I have a cousin who used to play BattleTech with me, D and D with me, Champions with me, all this stuff. He's not in any of that stuff anymore. But he didn't shit on it. If I talk about it, then we get there. He doesn't say anything. He's like, oh, cool. I'm glad you're having fun with that. That's how you move on like an adult. It's not for him anymore. He knows it. It's all good. I guess that's a good one for us to go segue straight over to media section. Our media segment. All right. Give me Unless a second. you can do the burp giveaway first. Oh, let's do the burp giveaway, everybody. Um, in, yeah, post in a while. Post something. In chat, you need to type hashtag burp. Hashtag burp. Oh, I've also got an update. What? Hashtag first poop update. Oh, hashtag we got really? first poop update? How'd that go? Um, apparently it was not stinky, but it was like fucking glue. <laughs> Which, uh... <laughs> uh, so, there you go. We talked about that because they managed to foist off the, ch the child on grandparents. One from each side. One of Alex's grandparents, or parents, and one of Anna's parents together watching the kids and they got to come to mission to hang out for lunch which is awesome oh that's cool yeah it's it's good i'm always worried when people when friends have children i mean it it takes a lot of time <laughs> raising a small human being it's a thing that takes time i have much respect for all of you who do that all right 10 more seconds for hashtag burp nine eight seven six black tar poop is the worst i'll take your word on that banion i have <laughs> three two one Action. That's exactly the phrase Chris Marshall, Chris used to, use to explain it. Black tar poop. Congo, you are the winner of the burp tonight. John, please give him his own personal burp. Hooray. Oh, my God. That kind of hurt. <laughs> Dedicated to Congo. Just for you, Congo, your own personal burp from John. Guys, we will be doing a giveaway next week. I'm not going to tell you about it, it until we get burp. there. It but it will burp. not be a burp. It'll be an actual product. Thanks, guys. Just, it uh, will be tangible. <laughs> it will be a tangible item. Uh, oh. It looks like our giveaways and program is working really well, so we will be giving Thank away you, a bunch Thank you, Nightbot. All right, let's go ahead and go to our media section. <laughs> Thanks, Mouth John. I appreciate of that from you. Of course. All right, guys. Media section. Uh, sponsored, sponsored by, by Kathy. Uh, Tectonic Studios.com.com. <laughs> com. Running gag on one of my podcasts. Okay. Sorry, the only podcast I listen to. I have, haven't mentioned, I'm actually allowed to listen to music at work. What? It's great, so I can listen to other podcasts at work. It's amazing. That would be nice. I don't know if I will, but I have that option now. More impressive, I've been doing it for seven days now, and I haven't had to hit... I haven't had to start my playlist again, and it's not on repeat. What are you I listening may have to? Music? Well, I mean, like Pandora, Spotify, a playlist. Uh, iPod. Okay. So you're just shuffling stuff? Just shuffling, no repeat. Hasn't, hasn't needed to start again yet. Awesome. I may have too much music. Someone mentioned that to me. No. That is not possible. That's, <laughs> That's what I say, but they said they right? did. No, it's not possible. No, I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> They wrong. All right. Who they wants wrong. to go first tonight? Well, I have two things. I have I, a couple I of things. I can do my, my tiny, tiny, tiny thing first. Okay. Because okay. you guys are better at talking about the things that you've been watching, reading, listening to, etc. 
Um, I'll wait for John to get done yawning. That was the silent yawn there. Wait, was it a belch? Oh yeah, that was belch. That was a good. That was impressive, and I didn't even hear anything. I we did we did mute that. Try, I'm classy. For those watching, you'll know. Hashtag classy as fuck. Classy as fuck. Which is actually not that classy at all. We never claimed to be. So, uh, those of you who listened to the pre-ramble, I watched a marathon of Archer, season eight, the Dreamland uh, episodes, because every year my friends and I get together and do a Archer marathon right after the first episode of the next season comes out. We're already talking about what we're going to do after season 10, because that's when it ends. So... (laughs) Oh, maybe nice. maybe start over at uh, season one. I don't know. We should watch uh, more than one episode then. But yeah, um, I, I've only seen so I, I enjoyed the Dreamlands. I'm I like what they do when they do these thematic seasons. You know, like Archer Vice was fun. I liked it. I know that it wasn't some people's cup of tea. Uh, you know, now that spoilers, he's in a coma, and oh. you know they did the noir season. And now they've got the, uh, and now they've got the, uh, the island, Danger Island, I think it is. It's like this conglomeration of, you know, I think there was some old radio show in the, uh, 40s that was similar to that, but it also, as soon as I saw him with the eye patch, I'm like, it's like Tales of the Gold Monkey. Oh my god, that's a great reference. (laughs) Well, that was one of my favorite shows. And very short-lived of the early 1980s. But is there Roddy McDowell? Because you need to have Roddy McDowell. No, of course there's not Roddy McDowell. Sadly, that would have yeah. been cool. I, I agree, but no. And then I was kind of thinking like uh, Tailspin. Well, Rod- Tailspin is basically animated. Also, Tales yeah, of the Gold Monkey. It, well, yeah, and that's why I liked it. And uh, and then I was also thinking Casablanca. There were a couple of lines in there they threw out that were very, very Casablanca. Which has nothing to do with islands in the Pacific, but, you know. Fair. Um, and then I continue to be reading American Gods. God, do you realize Roddy McDowell's been dead for 20 years? Has he really? Yeah, 1998. Sorry, non sequitur. Anyway, so, yeah. So, I'm just... Well, kind of sequitur. Someday I'll actually watch American Gods. Um, probably on Hulu. Yeah, Absolutely. And that's, that's where my uh, that's where my media segment comes to an end. So, uh, you know, Gonzo, what did you watch slash listen to slash read? Slash um, I have three things. Um, I'll talk about. I started the new season of Westworld. Um, I'm not impressed with it so far. Oh, um, shit, that's you, the first time I've heard that. Yeah, uh, I watched the first few episodes of the new season. And I really love season one, so let me just, just go there. Um, I thought it was an amazing season. I think the biggest problem I'm having with this season is there's too many flipping of storylines. Um, gotcha. Too many back and forth. Like, here's the Wild West. Here's modern day. Here's this. Here's that. Just a lot of flipping back and forth. And it's not that it's confusing. It just kind of, you lose the immersion uh, when you're watching it. You're like, yeah, cowboys, shoot and kill and Playing a piano and then it in switches a bar. to something else. Yeah. yeah, I could see how that would be distracting. So I, I just really, 
really, I'm not into it right now. I'm going to give it because I, I love the you know, first season, so I'm, I'm not you know writing it off or anything. Uh, but I'm not that into it this season. I don't get off it here and immediately go and start it up like I did, you know, Game of Thrones or, you know, every, anything else out there. So I was like, nope. Do you uh, feel like maybe they're buying their own hype a little bit? Because it was so well-reviewed for the first season. Do you think they're 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 drinking their own Kool-Aid a little bit? I, I wouldn't be surprised because they're really... It doesn't seem like it's... It, there's too much stuff going on. Um... In the original, it was like, okay, here's the modern, you know, here's the West, and, you know, we've got the whole story, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And now it's just like, all right, well, these people are trying to become human. They're acting like human. They're doing this. They're doing that. Everybody's going this direction, that direction. I'm just like, guys, narrow it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. Um, and I'm just not into it right now. Um, huh? So I'm, I'm, I'm not, not giving any rating or anything because it's still just, you know, first few few episodes. So we'll see, but I'm not a big hype on it right now. That's like fair. Like it was last season. So. <laughs> That'd be like me giving uh, Dark Matter a, a, a rating before the first season was over. Yeah. Which you don't think I have. Hashtag two shots of cracking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Remember what are we doing now? Uh, face off. Oh, oh what we're doing. I know what we're doing now, but that was back then. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, my first movie is, is a John Travolta... Nicholas Cage classic <gasps> Face Off. Face Off. Amazing movie. I love uh, that. So you guys haven't watched that recently, have you? No, 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 no. no. It's no, an amazing like, movie it, for what it is. <laughs> when it first came out, I thought it was fun, but I saw it uh, at the Dollar Theater. When the first came out, I loved it because I mean, I love John Woo. He's great. He's doing all this crazy action stuff you don't see anymore. The problem with watching it now, 21 years later, believe that or not, Ouch. is that it doesn't fucking hold up at all. No. Not, like, not a, like the technology and stuff? No, just the action. In a post-John Wick world where you can do classic standard action, not stupid extra flips, like... I, I feel like the reason I brought that up with, with Gonzo, do you think it's the cream of Kool-Aid? I feel like John Woo was drinking his own Kool-Aid and definitely believing his own hype when he made this movie because uh, I've seen Hard Boiled I love Hard Boiled, that's his fucking masterpiece, all respect everyone loves the killer it's also good, I like Hard Boiled better there's stuff in here that makes no sense it is paced like ass John Travolta's character and until he changes faces is absolutely unlikable I uh, should not be rooting for the villain at the beginning of the movie. And the best part about this movie is Nicolas Cage and, and, and John Travolta gnawing on scenery like they're getting paid by the square inch they chew. Holy crap, these guys are just both batshit crazy. And honestly, at the point where they switch faces and John Travolta gets to act crazy, and then Nicolas Cage is acting sad but still acting a bit crazy too because he's fucked up in the head because he's got his mortal enemy's face on it gets a lot better at that point but still not even good the action's mediocre there's some decent parts in it but man i cannot recommend watching this movie anymore i mean maybe if you're bored it is free it's on netflix i'm pretty sure but man i watched that and i'm like i uh yeah this is not remotely as good as i remember it not even 
in the ballpark. Like, honestly, if you want an American John Woo movie, I totally suggest Mission Impossible 2 or Broken Arrow or even Hard Target over this. This is the worst of his U.S. movies. Easily. It is, like I said, paced poorly. The acting is hilarious at points, but not good by any stretch. Um, I feel like there's a core of a good movie here, but you'd have to totally rewrite it at this point. Um, it's it's definitely a picture of the time. It is 90s as fuck. Oh, yeah. And is not in any sort of good way. Like Opinion says, no more drugs for that man. Uh, Nick Cassavetes is one of the best characters in that movie. He was amusing every time he was on the screen. But there's no feeling for this guy. Like, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, Archer, which, who starts off as uh, Travolta, and then Nicolas Cage is back to Travolta. Like... You feel a little sad that his son was killed, but he's an absolute dickwad, and you just don't really feel for him that much. And then, you know, honestly, Caster Troy, Nicholas Cage, he's having way more fun with this. He's much more enjoyable. It's just they tried to do too much of this movie. They tried to make it all things to everyone. They, we want a deep, heartfelt story. We want a little more, you know, depth than we get. You're an action movie. Don't Don't try that shit. That being said, it was better than watching the part of Bad Boys 2 I did because it didn't turn the fucking movie off. <laughs> uh, also because I was worried it might be the only movie I watched this week. Uh, I gave it three shots of Kraken, and you're going to need the three shots right at the beginning to loosen you up, to get through the bad part. And don't think about the science because there's no science in this movie. Just craziness. <laughs> Uh, three shots, watch something else instead. Jesus watched Broken Arrow. I own that movie. I love that movie. It holds up. Okay. Gonzo hit us with another one. Um, I caught up on The Expanse. Oh, um, cool. So I'm a, I had to catch up on two episodes because I was busy last weekend, so I didn't get to catch that one and the one before. Uh, still loving The Expanse. Um, I still have this feeling that I'm afraid it's going to get canceled because of special effects and all this other stuff. Uh, story is still good, action still good, characters are still good. Uh, still one of the best sci-fi shows on TV right now. Um, I still have that that bad feeling though that it's going to get canceled because it's you know it's so good, and that's kind of how things are nowadays. Um, so I'm I'm okay with it. I'm really liking it. Uh, everything seems to be flowing really well. Um, so, so remember, guys, if it matters to you. You like The Expanse. Watch it. And you don't and you don't have it. Watch it. Buy it. Buy merch for it. Do whatever you can to support it so people realize that people like it and they're going to... And you don't want them to cancel it. Yes. I'm just afraid it's going to be because it's such a good series and that's how things are going now. Um, if I were to give this season any space herpes... Um, <laughs> I forgot space herpes. <laughs> uh, I would give it one to zero. Um, just because it's, it's, it, the season's not over yet. Yeah. Uh, but everything it's so far is really good. season in process, yeah. Correct. Uh, season's not over, so one to zero space herpes. Uh, don't have to worry about it or anything. I'm enjoying everything so far. Yeah. Um, I, I can't say anything about it because the season's going, I don't want to spoil yeah. it for anybody. So it's the I don't think it has Firescape, Firescape Firefly Syndrome because Farscape got, what, five seasons in? So it had a good run. Yeah. And Firefly is the exact opposite. We got one season before it really, I mean, it's to say, before it could even hit its stride. Because yeah. almost it, it every got one movie... season that was during the baseball playoffs, so 
half of the episodes were, you know, not at the normal time they should be or completely cut off because I remember trying to watch it when it first aired and watching uh, baseball games at the same time. It and was impossible. Yeah, yeah, and they were showing out of order too. That was, it was just a total misstep by, was it Fox? Oh, yeah. Fox did that on purpose though. Uh, so. Yeah, that was that. Uh, actually, I'd like to mention that also, like, uh, the they did a Babylon 5 spinoff called Legend of the Rangers, and the pro the, oh, yeah. the, the the pilot aired during one of the highest-rated playoff games in the history of playoff games for NFL. Whoa, people aren't watching because one of the highest-rated playoff games happened? Yeah. Oh, shock. Kelsey to be Trees. fair, guess what I was watching? The playoff game? The playoff game. I recorded <laughs> the, the other one. But I was watching a playoff game too. So keep that in mind. But do everything you can to to support those things you like in general. If you like them, they come out. Support them. That way they can know. And if you put money there, they'll realize that hey, this is making money. It's still a viable thing. It's still going. Yeah. Um, mm. I have one more. So what do you got, John? Uh, my I actually just started watching an old BBC series. Not super old, but kind of old. Mm. It, 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 it stars two guys from Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. You know what that one is? Sherlock. There's only one. Sherlock. Exactly. <laughs> um, I've been walking down, and the roommate had been watching. The roommate in the dinner period had been watching some of it. And I, and I walk by. I'm like, look at that suspenseful music. I walk out and look, and I'm like, this is interesting as fuck. Multiple times. Like, I just stopped in the middle there. I was doing stuff up here. I just stopped there and watched for a minutes. And she's like, you ever seen it? I'm like, nah, but I'm going to rectify that. I know a lot of people that love it. They just have a problem it, with it. Uh, I don't have any problems with it. Uh, first episode was great. Absolutely great. Yeah, they don't have a problem with the, with, with the episodes. They have a problem that they don't bring out enough. And they well, don't I do mean, anything with it. There's so much you can do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Congo. Top Gear. Hold to be serious. Top Gear is the only acceptable answer, but this is also <laughs> kind of old. Oh, so the, oh, well, thank you, Kathy, with the, the NBA talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey look all i know is we were yeah, playing we role totally playing game could. and as uh as my buddy spencer left from the role playing game the caps and penguins were tied and ended up being like a 6-3 win for the caps so go sports puck sports ball <laughs> team win sports ball it's got a puck sports puck but anyway so yeah, Sherlock, slap it yeah sherlock episode one um oh. benedict cumberbatch and uh god i'm terrible i don't remember his name and the other guy. The other Bilbo. guy. Yes. What is his damn name? I've been drinking. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> I'll look it up. You go. Watson. Uh, Watson. Yeah, Watson. Watson. Thank you. <laughs> um, I really, really like their uh, their chemistry together. It is great. Uh, Martin Freeman. God, I'm sorry. Go. Martin Freeman. Um, I like how their chemistry reacts. It's so much more interesting chemistry than say uh so to be fair i like the movies with jude law and uh robert Downey jr i do like those movies quite a bit i like those oh basil rathbone and nigel bruce <laughs> and but this i really like their relationship even the first episode i just like how it comes together so much better it is a great intro to the characters to sherlock holmes they're not antagonistic technically to each other it's I enjoyed the crowd of it. I was 45 minutes in and done with my banana split. And I'm like, I need to have some dinner. Pause and I'm like, eh, 
I mean, I guess I can get through the rest of the thing. It's only been about 10 minutes. Pause it. It's been 45. <laughs> <laughs> I was so yeah. nervous. I didn't even notice. It was great. This is a, that's the highest honor you can say to a movie. You don't realize how long it's been going. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I really uh, enjoyed the uh, the Sherlock Holmes series. I still haven't seen the final, uh, the most recent series of it. Uh, but they've stopped playing it on my local PBS station because, you know, they hate me. Well, um, Netflix, if you get Netflix. When, and, uh, that's man. right. That's right. I, I forget about these things sometimes. I, but yeah. Um, I'll be honest. So, when I move, I'm either getting Netflix myself or going to give my uh, my new roomie some money to make his Netflix big enough that we can both stream at once because there's too much good stuff on Netflix. Netflix yeah. is a lovely, lovely thing. I mean, I was like, oh, I get Amazon Prime, that's enough. Amazon Prime's got some good stuff too, but stuff's on Netflix. <coughs> Netflix I, made a new announcement. You know what? And, and, and my friend has offered me uh, some Hulu. So, and there are things on there like American Gods, <coughs> which are not on Netflix or Amazon Prime. I, I could see definitely getting any one of them for a short period, but I think those two have enough. I mean, I get Amazon Prime anyways for you know, yeah. free Twitch subscription, yeah. yeah, yes, uh, and the rest of the perks, so that's worth it. And then Netflix just keeps bringing it. And for now, they still have all the Marvel movies and everything, so I haven't really bought anything recently uh that's sort of a guess a combo of me having seen them twice in the theater every time too yeah i just saw that um lee jenner's just brought it because i mentioned it real quick um netflix has stated that they are going to concentrate a lot more on science fiction and fantasy series uh for netflix for a while what's that uh, you said netflix john yeah. you're gonna concentrate on john's john's shit Yep. All right. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, hell yeah. Sci oh, science yeah. fiction and fantasy stuff. Yeah, you've got me there, buddy. Like, like of the original I was watching Netflix, the worst of them is Bright, which was still not bad. No, it I was still good. It. I liked it. Yeah. So I would. Yeah, I still think that they should have had that as a pilot for a series. Yes. It would have been better as a series. They yeah, could have done yeah. a better job as a series. We said that when we reviewed it, but. Uh, but Sherlock, uh, I'm definitely going to watch the next, next episode. Uh, episode one gets zero shots of Kraken because I was enthralled. It was great. Um, I even walked down. I realized part of it. I walked down at the end of it and watched a little bit. But even when I got there, I'm like, I know how it's going to get there. I just want to see how it gets there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's no higher praise for something because with th some things, it's the destination that's good. And some things, it's the journey. Yeah. With this one, it's the journey. With uh, Infinity War, it's the journey. Don't look at the destination. Look at the journey. You'll like it better. So, yeah. That's uh, Zero Shots of Tracking. Uh, Gonzo, hit us up with your... Is it a game that your third one is? Yeah, my th third one's a game. Um, I'm a pretty big PS4 game player. Uh, almost finished with um, Nino Kuni 2, but I put that on hold because God of War came out. <laughs> oh. Uh I can tune out now. I've heard a ton of God of War talk. And nothing but good. Yeah. Uh, I've got some good and got some bad about it. Uh, one, okay. I have an HDR TV, so uh, a 4K whole nine yards. One of the most amazing, beautiful games I have ever played. Uh, it ranks right up there with uh, Hellblade for graphics and um, art and stuff. Very much kind of a good feel between the two. Um, so if you liked Hellblade, you'll like God of War. If you like God of War, you'll definitely like Hellblade. Um, I haven't finished the story yet, so I can't, I'm not going to comment on that and not going to give a, a, a full rating. Uh, graphics, like I said, are amazing. I mean, sweat beating off a of skin, 
you know, blood, everything is, is just incredible. Um, story-wise, um, I'm still kind of touching it. I'm still, I'm only like five or six hours in, so I can't give too much for it. Um, combat? Combat is a little wonky for me right now. Um, I've had to redesign my character's gear to be a more balanced because I was going to go for a beat stick type thing and you can't go for a beat stick. Um, you have to prepare yourself because you can get beat down pretty quick in the game. It's not... Uh, you can't just go ape shit crazy all the time. Um, it's got really cool fight scenes. Um, really cool over-the-top fight scenes like a God of War like you're supposed to. Um, some of the voice actors are amazing in it, by the way. Um, which, uh, the Curtis is played by, oh, what's his guy? The guy from, uh, Stargate, the, uh, Taylor. Or something or other. Yes. Right? Yeah. They, they played Tilk, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a couple other actors that I really like that do the voices for it. Um, it's kind of a running joke, um, cause someone sent a meme to me for it whenever it was. Um, Christopher Judge. Yes. Um, he calls his son boy a lot. And so there's this meme that says, uh, and it's, it's got him standing there with his hands together. And he's like, when you don't remember your son's name, boy, because he calls him boy, boy. Through, <laughs> through much, almost all through the whole thing so far. Very few times does he call him by his real name. Um, it, it's it, it's kind of funny because every time I play it, the kid is kind of a whitey smart ass. Uh, and talks back to him, which, why would you do that if the God of War is your dad? Uh, and, of course, Cardus is like this grumpy old bastard that just complains about every fucking thing. So it's like, if I were going to call this failed dad simulator. <laughs> I don't know, it sounds like gods to me. Yeah, it just reminds me of like a failed dad simulator. Because he's, he's really pretty shitty towards his kid, and the kid's pretty shitty towards him. Um, you know, the kid's lucky the dad didn't just eat him, and the dad's lucky the kid hasn't murdered him yet. <laughs> True. Um, it's been really good. There's some little quirks for it that I've, I'm just not into it yet. Uh, some of the little puzzle stuff. Um, it seems like they took a little bit from um, Hellblade and kind of was like, yeah, that worked over there, so let's put it over here. Which, it's not a copying, but you can, it, you, you guilt that, get that influence from it. Um, this, the story starts off hitting the feels right away. I mean, it just starts digging into your gut right away. It just continues to dig in your gut. Um, so, I mean, it, it's been really good. Um, everything you're doing in the game, everything's over the top. Everything's huge. Everything's grand. Um, big fights are grand. You can't take like five or six hits. You have to be able to be, you gotta play smart. Uh, so it's really good. Uh, I'll reserve my final judgment until I want, once I complete it, but so far it's really good. I like it. Uh, Angry Field Simulator 2018. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Congo. <laughs> uh, but it's been really good. Uh, I give it, uh, mostly cause there's just a couple of things that bug me. One, one space herpes. Um, one that's space best, herpes. Yep. I want, that's about it. Um, if you like, if you've got a 4k TV, You've got to get this just so you can, like, be all happy about it. Because it's amazing. Um, 
So I'll, I'll reserve my final judgment to when I'm done, which should be in a few days probably, knowing me. Um, but definitely go out and get it if you have a PS4. So that was my last one. John, you got Hooray. anything? Nope, nothing else. That was all I watched, aside from a ton of YouTube, but that's standard. Yeah. Because it's bite-sized. It's much easier to watch bite-sized stuff, which is what I like about Sherlock. It's not quite two hours. I tend to have just less than two hours so many times. Yeah. And that's um, what I like about uh, the Midsummer Murders series, which is another old BBC thing. Old BBC thing. So with that said, guys, um, remember, we will be doing some streaming during the week. Um, Kathy is going to try to start doing... Some more of that? Streaming uh, while I work. Yeah, because Kathy, you know, we'll be doing some streaming. Um, we'll be doing some more giveaways. Uh, when I stream on nights, I will be doing stuff based on donations. Uh, I have a ton of stuff that I want to give away. So that will help us out. It also help pay the bills. Uh, Kathy will be off next week. So we will have Chris Explosive on. And we will talk about graphics works. And uh, if you have any uh, Mechanica Studio questions... Uh, or you want to talk to him about Mechanica Studio stuff, he's more than uh, willing to talk about that. I know he's got a lot of cool stuff planned and a lot of cool stuff coming up. So be ready for that. So other than that, I think that's another one in the can, folks. It is. Thanks for joining us, everybody, for episode 36. And with that, we're out of here. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Night. John, did you Our drink Kathy. a lot this time? I did. Kathy, you know a little <laughs> bit of uh, ska, don't you? A little, yes. Have you heard of Voodoo Glow, Voodoo Glow Skulls or Slackers? No, but I feel like I should. Is this on YouTube? No, this is uh, on uh, skamadness.com. They're doing a, uh, uh, a bracket of, of uh, all the... Uh, for many of the 90s 